Lupine Performance Cooperative presents Miranda. Act One, Scene One. The Motel Lobby. The sun is setting behind the rain. At rise, Grayson sits behind a computer at the desk, clicking. He clicks away. Miranda is sitting at the open window, wearing nothing but a slip, shielding her body with an umbrella. She's thinking. Middle Miranda and young Grayson enter. Middle Miranda looks around at the motel while young Grayson goes to a corner and sits sullenly. She is disgusted. He is disgusted. Young Grayson bounces a small ball up and down in the air. Grayson and Miranda cannot hear or see them. I can't believe I gotta quit price right for this. Close the window, Mom. You know you're helping with the renovations, right? It's not just gonna be me and your father busting our asses. I know. Mom. Huh? Did you hear me? I heard you. I heard you. Oh, you heard me, huh? Close the window, please. No! Well, you're gonna die with the window open. All this plaster's gotta go. Middle Miranda walks around the motel, inspecting the walls, the floors, the windows. Young Grayson bounces his ball. Grayson walks to the downstage window in front of Miranda. He closes it. I'm gonna get hot! Mom, it's freezing outside. It's too, too hot, hot here. in here! We do this every winter, Mom. Come on. I'm cold. Muggy and humid. It's muggy and humid and hot, Grayson. I'm hot in here. It's humid because it's raining. Well, I'm gonna get sweaty. I'm gonna start to sweat. It wouldn't kill you. It'll kill me. I know it'll kill me. You don't understand. I grew up away from the heat source. It's too I grew hot. Up in the dark. Mom, I'm don't. used to the cold. My body runs. God. Grayson, Mom. please, please, please. Stop. I'm, I'm opening up the like window. This. Stop. Please, Mom. Please. Dad, she's please. opening up all the open windows again. Window. All right. All right, I'm opening up the window. Young Grayson exits, running out the back door. Grayson returns to the downstage window and wrenches it open. Almost as soon as it has begun, Miranda's meltdown is over. She puts the umbrella in front of her body again, shielding it from the rain, and closes her eyes. Behind her, middle Miranda stands in the air of an open window, suddenly placid. All of a the sudden, there is the sound of a car from outside. Grayson looks up, alarmed. Neither of the Mirandas respond. Holy shit. Grayson runs around the lobby of the motel, straightening pillows and fanning out magazines, taking away trash and evidence of his and his mother's haphazard living arrangements. He turns on the wall-mounted TV in the corner, and a news story about the spaceship fills the room. Turn it off. I can't turn it off, Mom. We've got customers. Customers. Oh, God. Grayson turns back to look at Miranda, who is wearing nothing but a slip, sitting in a chair with an umbrella. Mom, we've got customers. So? You can't... You can't be in your nighty when we've got customers walking through the door I'm to go change. too hot! Well, then go to your room, Mom! No, I'm finally comfortable right here! Grayson reaches out his hand. Mom. No. No! No! Don't you touch me, Grayson! You gotta go, Don't. Mom. 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 Nope. You gotta go. Nope. Go, no, Mom, no, go, no, go, I, you gotta go, Mom, no, go! No, you, no, I know, I Mom, won't, I Mom, won't, get out! Grayson starts to whack at Miranda with a magazine, trying to get her up. She retaliates with her umbrella. Oh, how many times do I have to tell you not to touch me? Mom, I am begging you, they're coming. The front door to the motel opens, and a beleaguered Hal and May walk in the door, drenched from the rain, carrying their bags. 
They stop in their tracks and stare at Grayson, the magazine over his head, ready to smack down on Miranda. Miranda uses this opportunity to ram her umbrella into Grayson's stomach. Ow! Oh my god! Jesus! Fine! Even though I just got comfortable! Miranda gets up and makes a big scene of leaving out the back door, dragging her umbrella on the floor and humping her way through the motel lobby. Finally, she slams the door behind her. Middle Miranda is left to stand in the air of the window behind the chair Miranda has just vacated. <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm real sorry y'all to see that. My mother's not, uh, it's, uh, dementia, you know? Oh, no. Oh, wow. Uh... Dementia? Yeah, it's... Um, anyway, that won't happen again. We just, um, y'all are the first customers we've had in a couple days, so... Business isn't great, is it? It, uh, it could be better. You know, they, uh, they built that beltway loop around the town, so we don't get as many truckers as we used to. Truckers, huh? Well, we'll pay you for a room. Yes, how many? Just us two. Four... For a couple nights. Till Tuesday. Put us down till Tuesday. Well, we may be longer than Tuesday. No, we won't. Don't put us down any longer than Tuesday. Hal, the mechanic said that he couldn't even get the part until Tuesday. We don't know how long it's going to take to fix the damn thing. He said it was an easy fix. He just couldn't get the part till Tuesday. We'll be out of here Tuesday. Are you a mechanic? Do you know how to fix the car? Listen, it's uh, not a problem. Y'all are welcome to stay as long as you need. We don't really have a long wait list or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll just need one of your IDs and a credit card. May goes through her bag to grab her wallet as Hal turns his attention to the low-volume TV. We got stranded. Well, not really stranded, I mean. I don't know, May May. I would say we're pretty stranded. Our car, his car, broke down right on that beltway, and AAA couldn't get to us fast enough, so we called the tow company. Your town has, like, no cell His car is a piece of shit. I told him to get it checked before we left. Love how this is my fault. She was going like 80 miles an hour and has to brake all of a sudden, and then the car stops driving. I was not going 80. Grayson is focused on the computer. Hal is focused on the TV. Hey, dipshit. I was not going 80. Oh, well, Maymay, it's that scientist you like. <gasps> is that the new data brief? God, he looks sexy with a beard. They've uh, been playing that message on and off all week. Grayson hands Hal the remote, who turns up the volume on the television. We're here to bring you this breaking news. The FAC has released the findings of their most recent data brief for the Ariel B-256 probe. This brief comes a year off schedule, with many FAC scientists speculating the delay news. represents further proof of the aberration's effect on GPS What the heck? Signals. They played this exact Executive same clip last night. Dr. Peter Grayson turns off the television. Mmm, Dr. Maynard. Hey, did you hear that a third scientist died? Everyone who works in that council ends up dead. Oh, here we go. No, I'm serious. First, it was that Indian scientist. He goes missing. Then the crew member dies during the probe launch. The Indian guy went missing. He didn't die. Potato, potato. Come on, Maymay. Do you really think that aberration is just a natural occurrence? Fuck no. Something is making this happen. Get off Reddit. Will y'all be needing one bed or... Oh, no, two. No, two. Yeah, I'm as gay as the day is gay. Plus... She kicks in her sleep, so... Yeah, well, you fart in yours. I do not fucking fart. He farts like you wouldn't believe. What the hell, May? <sighs> At middle Miranda's sound, the light in the motel lobby surges, and a bulb goes out. Grayson, Hal, and May look up at it. Yikes. Wires are crisscrossed, hey, bud? Probably couldn't handle all the uh, fabulous fast-talking in here. Uh-huh. Fast talking. You guys 
talk fast. We've known each other for like 13 years. Grayson hands back May's ID and credit card and their room key. You're all set. Room 19, double beds. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. Yeah. No problem. I'm Grayson, by the way. Just call the front desk if there are any problems. Thanks, Grayson. I'm May. That's Hal. Nice to meet you. Before Grayson can really finish, Hal leads them out the front door, barely waiting until they're out before he starts whispering and laughing. Grayson watches them go, then leaves promptly out the back door. Middle Miranda stretches out her fingers, and the lights surge again. Grayson! What? Get back in here! Young Grayson stomps back in sullenly. What, Mom? Where's your father? With the contractor, out back. What do you want for dinner? Go ask your father what you all want for dinner. Go. What? What do you want for dinner? Yams? Yams? What should I make you for dinner? We have yams at home. Do you want yams? What about chicken? Chicken and yams? What, are you normal again all of a sudden? What? You just threw a tantrum about how hot you were. Well, it's hot. Young Grayson rolls his eyes and begins to throw his rubber ball against the wall. I know you're frustrated with me, Gray, but I finally figured out why I've been so off lately. It's this stupid fucking equation. People set store by it. You know the one I'm talking about, the time dilation one? You know, gamma equals one minus V to the second power C to the second power all to the negative half power. It's just inordinately backwards, and sometimes I feel like I'm the only one that sees it. Because, for starters, gamma is one minus V to the second power over C to the second power to the negative half power doesn't even begin to consider the echoes of CMB, and after all, how can we be arrogant Mama, enough to speed up? What are you even talking about now? Cosmic microwave background no, radiation. I, that's not what. Everything we see in the universe is time. So clocks just cease to measure anything anymore anyway. You know, I think if I just figure some of this stuff out, I'll feel a lot better. I mean, it's driving me crazy. I feel crazy. You are crazy. You gotta stop listening to your fucking father. He told me the truth. He told me you broke down one night and told him you had murdered someone, but they searched and searched and you'd never laid a finger on anyone. It was a symptom of your deepening psychosis. I heard Dad talk about it with that doctor dude. But there is proof. What proof? It's gotta come back to gamma equals one minus V to the second power over C to the second power to the negative half power. And that's barely the tip of the iceberg, because there's so much more time than we even know how to see, John. Dad's at the trunk. What? He just called me John. I'm not John, Mom. I did not. You literally just did. Do you think I don't know what I said? Do you think I'm crazy or something? I never called you John. I know you're not John. Jesus, Grayson, do you think I'm crazy or something? Miranda was written by Tanara Kalem and directed by Krista Thorpe. Audio engineering by Josh Hartman, with thanks to Mike First and Triforce Audio. Act 1, Scene 1 featured the voices of Linnea Bond, Simon Kiley, Lizbeth Bartlett, Grayson Emery, Annie Fang, Drew Carroll, and Josh Hartman. This podcast production was made possible by the City of Philadelphia's Office of Arts, Culture, and the Creative Economy and the Philadelphia Cultural Fund. Presented by Lupine Performance Cooperative.